This podcast is sponsored by Palo Alto Brewing Company. Since 2009, Palo Alto Brewing Company has offered a wide variety of brews for beer lovers all over the Bay Area, ranging from the classic hoppy ending Pale Ale to a limited-release bourbon barrel barley wine named Honest Gellis. Other favorites include Atlas, a West Coast-style double IPA, the Hostage Rye IPA, and their barely legal coconut porter. Look for all these beers and more at your local liquor and grocery stores around the Bay Area. Palo Alto Brewing Company's Tap Room is located at 233 University Avenue in downtown Palo Alto, California. Open seven days a week from 11.30 to 11 p.m. Stop in for lunch and dinner and try some delicious food and tasty beers. For more information, visit paloaltobrewing.com or look for them on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And now, let's get a drink. Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judge me. I'm cocktail. Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either going to drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Gonna drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a night. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Tis the weekend. Hope everybody's week was well. Uh, see, last night I just I went to the Jersey Boys uh, show, which was uh, the first time I've ever seen the, the play, the, the musical. Uh, it was actually really good. I'm surprised. Being from Jersey, and you know, I spend all these years not seeing something I should have seen, but it was really fucking good. Uh, I was in uh, San Jose at the Performing Arts Theater, so... Uh, it was a good place, uh, good venue. Uh, all the the casted really well. The music was great. Uh, yeah, it was a great cast. It was funny. It was fucking. It was good. It was good. Anybody gets a chance to see it, go see the Jersey Boys. I recommend it. It's fucking fun. Um, I'm gonna ask a favor if you guys can, if anybody subscribed to the Apple Music or the Apple Podcasts. If you can go write a review and give it some stars, it would really help me out as far as like to see, you know, what what kind of audience I'm working with because I have no idea. Uh, That would be great. I was thinking if uh, for the, I'm going to do the first, I'll say the the first two uh, people, if you leave your email, I'll, uh, and then I'll email you, and I can set something up where I can send you a free shirt uh, if you guys uh, write and and uh, review it and start and all that. That would be awesome if you guys can do that. Uh, let's see. Uh, very sad to hear about Anthony Bourdain's death uh, this morning. That was a uh, my heart and condolences go out to his fam, close family and friends. I should say uh, he was a world-renowned chef and. I enjoyed watching all his shit. Um, he was he was a down to earth, fucking rock and roll, eating all kinds of shit. I highly enjoyed watching his adventures in his travel. It was awesome. Uh, so my condolences go out to uh, his close friends and family. That's a sad thing. It's very sad. 
So my guest today is Megan. Um, we talked about true crime uh, a lot, which we ended up talking about a little bit of Evil Genius. So spoiler alerts for Evil Genius if you haven't seen it on Netflix yet. Uh, some some po- crime podcast stuff like uh, Sword and Scale. If you, if you haven't listened to any Sword and Scales, I mean that those podcasts are fucking awesome. Uh, get into those are crazy, crazy graphic, but they're fucking good, dude. Um, talk to talk some about like morals and things like that, and uh, talk to more about like working towards uh, a meaningful life. You know, if, how to get real fulfillment out of life. I know some people are stuck in some weird jobs that maybe they might not really be fulfilling them, you know, and leaves a hole. And that happens in, you know, a lot of cases. So we were talking a little bit about, you know, trying to, uh, even part-time, you know, you do a little like charity work or, you know, whatever else that could go towards meaning something to help fulfill you, you know, so talked a little about that, and then we talked about some, I talked a little bit about some, three of my popular sad bands, you know, uh, some of my favorite bands, but they're uh, super popular, and uh, I love them, I'm not ashamed to fucking say what bands I like, so I don't really care, uh, I'm a huge fan of punk rock, but I'm also a huge fan of just music in general, so I listen to a lot of things, um, hip-hop not being my strongest, but I don't leave it out, uh, but yeah, talk a little bit about that, and uh, then I think we wrapped it up around that that kind of note. So, uh, so, so yeah. All right, here's Megan, everybody. Megan Graffentine. Enjoy. What's happening, people? Welcome to the podcast. My guest today is Megan Graffentine. Hi, guys. Did I say that right? Graffentine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said it right. It gets probably redundant when I keep saying people's last names or correcting myself. And I'm like, did I say that right? Like every podcast, I'm like, did I say that right? It's every podcast you listen to. Yeah. It's like, did I say that street name right? Or did I say that person's name right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like my, my problem. I don't read very well sometimes, and I you mm. know I don't um, pronounce things very well. Okay. So like when I'm reading it, I'm like, is that how they say that? Or well, it's never how you think it, it is in your mind when you're reading a book, or like you start talking to somebody about a very prominent historical figure, and you say their name completely fucking wrong. Have you ever done that before? Yes. Because that's really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, I've definitely done that before. Like where I where I can't pronounce something, and then I say that, and they're like, what? Yeah, and then you look dumb, but you're not. There's uh, what is there's some things at the bar that people were like were pronouncing. Oh, uh, Lagunitas. Oh, which you is know, that how that's how you pronounce it though, right? Yeah, Lagunitas. Okay, a Lagunitas. Yeah, but there were some people that were pronouncing uh, Lagunitas. Mm. They're like, I'll take that Lagunitas. Like, like a really hard U. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then I have to sit there for a second, and go, what the fuck are they talking about? 
Wagyu you knife, and I keep going over it in my head, and I'm like, so you know, I like I'll look at them, like, oh, what can I get you? And they're like, I'll take um one of the the Lagunitis IPA, and I'm like, shit, Jesus do we God. have Lagunitis IPA? What the fuck is that? It kind of sounds a little bit like a disease to say. Yeah, it that way. yeah. I'm like, then I'm like starting to check. You know, I look around, I'm like, I'm like, oh, Lagunitas, gotcha. Mm-hmm. That person must not gotcha. understand Spanish or yeah. had been in California for very long. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's just pronunciations of or pronunciations of certain things that you're not uh, used to, yeah. right? Like so, names of beers or people or you know wherever people come from, their last names always the worst for me. It's like yeah, oh okay, it's like this. And they're like no, it's French. It's like that. Like, oh okay, yeah, whatever. But speaking of beer, let's grab a beer. Yes. And you want a full one for the first one you said? Yes, right? I do okay. want a full one. All right. More nervous so, than I thought I would be for yeah, this. It's okay. <laughs> um, just let me know when you want to do a like the next one. I'll bring out next. You say either half or not. You know. Whatever. Well, it depends if I get more fun. The more beer that I drink, and oh, then yes. we'll just keep doing full cans. All right. Okay. Uh, well, there's a um, a beer in the Midwest. Being from Minnesota, there's a beer called Lining Kugels, and Lining Kugels is spelt very, very odd, and no one pronounces that right the first time they look at it. Uh, but we the- just say Lineys. I was going to so, say, does anybody ever say Lion Kegels? Yeah, like, <laughs> Lion Kegels. Lion Kegels. Lion Kegels. What the fuck? Do your Kegels lying down. Do your Kegels, Lion. <laughs> <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Uh, yeah. All right. This um, this is a Laughing Monk. Have you, you have a oh, Laughing yeah, Monk, right? Yeah, I've been to the... Uh, I did a tour at this brewery did just you go? recently. Yeah, they had a I bunch of dogs and really nice... Really nice guy owns it. I haven't been there yet, but I know the rep there that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew. Okay. He comes by all the time. He's like, you know, long hair, goatee. Mm-hmm. Uh, super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't made it to the brewery yet. So what's the, the what, what's it like? It's a giant, like, um, warehouse. There's a lot of dogs, which is, I mean. So like uh, like picnic tables set up yes. kind of a thing. Yep. Same, same kind of vibe. And I went there on their anniversary party. So they had free food from oh, 11 to 3, which is a really long time. Um, we didn't get there. We got there right at the end, so we didn't get any free food. But they were doing free tours. And the head brewer, which I don't know a lot about brewing beer, but one of the things that I found interesting was at the bottom of the, I think it's the yeast or the wheat that they get, there is a nut roll. Do you know what a nut roll is? A nut roll? Nut roll. It's a candy bar. Oh. Uh, no, I mean- it's, it's a Midwest thing. So it's Minnesota, Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin does it too. Um, they have them too, but at the bottom of every delivery they get, of every pack they get, there's a nut roll at the bottom. That's awesome. That's what he said, which is really cool. And that made me miss home because they're really uh, good. There's just like salty nuts with like a cream is it filling. Is like, like a Snickers? No. Well, I mean, it's a candy bar, It's but it's nuts all the way around. The whole thing is peanuts all the way around. And okay. then in the middle, they have this cream filling. So hmm. you, it's delicious. It's very, very okay. good. I don't think I've ever had one. Yeah. All right. Well, so this is Laughing Monk from San Francisco. Um, this is their pale ale, though. I haven't had the pale ale. I don't think I have either. So I've had the the, the Holy Ghost Pilsner. I've had That's a bunch of their uh, IPAs. The, there's a brother one on right now, a mm-hmm. brother uh, Satchel or Sam. I don't know, brother something, Sam. brother sister something. There's mm-hmm. they're 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 keeping it with the monks and the thing that yeah. they're. Uh, their themes for their beers. I wish I could remember now the reason they named it Laughing Monk. Oh, I know half of the story, um, which is really great, right? Like, tell half of a story. But basically, there's a day that monks consume a certain plant or consume a certain something when they're harvesting something or 
I mean, somebody I'm sure will correct eat, eating, it. Eating weed or smoking weed. Yes. And then they get really high and it's the only time of the year that they get it. So they're all laughing and have jovial and having a good time. Gotcha. Gotcha. It smells good though. Yeah. This, so this is the summer pale ale. It's what's well, called summer. Laughing Monk summer pale ale. Light, crisp, and fruity. 4.6. So it's not very high okay. in percentage. Sure. And they got some some bullshit on the back of the can. I'm yeah. not going to read. But, um, but all right. All right. Cheers. Cool. Cheers. Oh, I like that. That smells so good. Like opening it, it and smelling like yeah. the whole room smells like that beer. Sounds really good. Yeah, it's nice and hazy, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it is got like a almost like a tropical fruitiness to it. Not yes. very bitter. Which it is, isn't which bitter. Is kind of what I like about it. Yeah, not very bitter at all. It's nice. I'm a huge fan of pale ales, and I really don't like when they lean too hoppy. And this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. This is an interesting one. I like it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, so you're from Minnesota. Yeah, and. I am. We got on topics of uh, how we ended up being friends is talking about murder, basically. Yes. And and all the and all the um, the true crime stuff that we have gone and on. So have you listened to uh, um, besides the ones? Actually, I wanted to talk to you about uh, what what you recommended, and we said we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, which was the um, fucking uh, Netflix. Yeah. What's it called? What did I just recommend to you? I feel like every uh, time I see you, I tell you different The things. Pizza Bomber one. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch, what is the name of that? I just finished that. Yeah. I uh, can't remember. Thinking. Wow, look at us. Yeah, I don't even see, have my phone. Oh, there it is. But um, Damn it, what was it called? Well, I feel really dumb that neither one of us remembers what this is so... called. But it's the, the Pizza Bomber documentary. Yeah. Um, it It's, it's going to bother me. I'm just going to look it up yeah, as I'm ahead. talking. No. But. I um yeah I recommended that to you and did you watch it? I did. So I watched all four. Um, I watched two of them immediately that night. I watched uh, both both episodes in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was great. Yes. And then I watched the second Evil Genius. Evil Genius. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I think because the word genius why. doesn't, I don't associate that with the people that actually perpetrated this crime and did it they're yeah. not geniuses everyone kept saying in that documentary they're so smart they're so smart it's like i was well, like these people are just dumb and manipulative m- mean to each and other evil. well evil i guess then does fit i guess evil fits yeah but what what she said is she was like i'm not some sort of evil genius so that's kind of why it i that's think the true. name that's stuck the so she says it yeah she quotes that yeah um uh, but but anyway so so those for you, those of you, uh, you know, who who don't hang out with blah blah blah, you know. So me and Megan are talking about starting another podcast, um, around murder and ghosts and certain things, and so yeah, so so. But we got on the topic of you know of doing, uh, doing another another podcast, and uh, so since we've been talking about murder and all this other stuff all the time, it's like, um, uh, I've been, not that I've not nonstop continue to listen to so basically my my day consists of like forensic files true <laughs> yeah. crime podcasts death so every single day all day it's just traveling listening it's like death death murder kid, kidnapping for forensic files like you know clues and stupid things that i'm listening to yeah so but anyway so i i watched this one uh evil genius and there was a 
I thought the the, the first, like you said, the, the the very first scene was almost kind of cringeworthy. I couldn't watch it, and I have a pretty high tolerance for things like that. I walked out of the room. Um, I I had smoked some weed oh, right sure. before. <laughs> <laughs> So that that would help, yeah. Yeah, just well, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, so and then I, it starts off very intensely. It kind of like, yeah, it really builds up, and this guy's just kind of walking around with this bomb, and he's kind of nonchalant about it. Yeah, and then, so then I kind of stand up, and I'm like oh, getting nervous too, and I'm like, I'm like, she says, I'm like, she says it's cringeworthy. I don't know if I could take it. Oh yeah, I did tell you that. Yeah, and I yep. was like, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I've seen some shit though. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but. Just, I think the, um, like, it intensifies as it keeps going for those, like, first eight to ten minutes right. of what happened. And you're just, like, I'm, like, pacing back and forth. I'm, like, fuck. Oh, totally. What's going to yeah. go? Is this really going to, is he going to blow up? That's exactly Is it. he going to blow up? Yep. yep. Can I handle him blowing up? What's going to happen? Because mm-hmm. he's just talking. Like, not, you know what I mean? He's just, yeah. And then, yeah, he does blow up, but. My thing with it, the reason that I... Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert on Evil Genius. Um, I, for me, I was sitting watching it and I had this gut feeling that he was innocent in some way of of this. And that he was actually like, oh, these people. And then as you watch it, and we won't talk about this the whole time, right? Like when I dive through the whole documentary. But as you watch it and how he was manipulated... And what you find out about what happened or, you know, um, my my read on that wasn't wrong in a way. Right. And the the feeling I got when he was sitting down, I, I was like, he doesn't know what's about to happen to him. Like, he's actually scared for a reason. And yeah. I stood up and walked out of the room. And yeah. again, I can handle a lot. I read a lot about murder. I listen about it. I watch horror movies religiously. Yeah. And I could not handle that. Yeah. But the rest of it is great. No, it was it was intense. And then but and then for some reason I think the last the last episode I, I was bored kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, it, they, it kind of just keeps going and going and going with this fucking lady and I'm just yes. like, "Oh, shut her. Who cares?" I know. I felt like, the I'm same like, way. I'm like it's over now. It doesn't matter. Like all the shit had happened and it's just this weird twist of you know, turns back and forth, and it's. I'm just like, ugh. Well, another thing about that that's annoying to me is they focus so much on this disgusting, and I'm going to call her ugly because her soul and her personality and mm-hmm. her physical appearance, all of it. It's not, I'm not basing that on just her appearance, but this ugly person, they focus so much on that when I wish they would have focused on the prostitute that they talked to at the end. Why wasn't that conversation longer? Because that was the finisher. Exactly. Because that's all they had for the closing of the season. And I was like, if they would have just, the documentary would have been over in one episode, right? (laughs) Right. They really stretched this thing out. Yeah. And it's such a bizarre case for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I'm not trying to give everything away about it. So if, Everybody should go watch Evil Genius. It's kind of it's a good it's a good documentary. I I thought the ending was a little it took forever to get the the goddamn answers that you wanted. Right. Yeah. Um. But you do get the answers. But you know it, it takes so long for all these people to to deny that you know they just keep saying no no and they're arrested and they say no. You know what I mean? It's like you're already in jail for life. Why don't you just say what you did? Well, and here the thing that really fucking bothers me and anybody who um listens to or pays attention to true crime at all Mm -hmm. 
that guy, that the bigger guy, like the very big in weight yes. and height. Yeah, the big dude with Bob the, the overalls. Bob or Bill or something. Yeah, the guy with the overalls. Yeah. Um, the, the fact that he was ruled out at all after what what a true crime fanatic knows about people who commit crimes like this is yeah. they like to be in the mix. And what was this fucking guy doing? He was walking them through his house. Yeah. And it's because he Saying was getting he off on it. Yeah. And to, to to not stick it to him more, to not be like, okay, obviously you had a hand, you know, you built this bomb. And then also what was interesting I thought was kind of funny was in the um, news broadcast, like the the on like the five o'clock news or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. They listed here are the characteristics of said person that would have committed this crime. And later in the documentary, they're like, it matches up exactly to this guy, like a yes. mechanical person who's a very messy guy. Like it was very, I don't know, it annoyed me a lot. Yeah, like every every characteristic that they listed down pointed to this person. Correct. That he would be. And it was like, yeah, when they, when he was doing the walkthrough, I was just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck, dude? Like, well, like the Golden State Killer. They have, they believe they have found pictures of him sitting at those community meetings about all the rapes that were happening in those towns, and he was sitting there. Well, he's also a cop. Yeah. Or he was a cop. He was a cop, but in those times, he wasn't. And he was sitting in the rows with the community to right, participate. Lis- listening to all the, yeah. Yeah. And again, if you, you know, it's a very, very common thing for these these pieces of shit, these criminals, mm-hmm. to want to get in on the action of trying to solve it or trying to help and trying to learn about it when they know they just want to know what other people perceive them as. It's a glory oh, yeah. thing, for sure. Oh yeah, I mean this happens for with a lot of um, a lot of serial killers. Like even Edward Kemper, when he would like sit at the bar and listen into the listen to the police scanner and oh yeah, and and, Kemper, and, yeah. and everybody else talk about it. You know, being like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a killer on the loose, blah blah, and he's just in there, like you know, mm-hmm. chopping it up and fucking listening to, and just probably laughing. Drinking beers with all these other people being like, that's so crazy, you know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. people get off on that shit and they just kind of continue to um, thrive in their in their own fucking sickness as they, of course. you know, just keep doing all these things. Well, right. And they always say, right. And this, so this, Joe and I are very into true crime, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we've talked about starting a podcast. We've talked about this forever. But yeah. like another part of it that I just lost my train of thought with. And I'll get back there. It's all right. Um, but another um, thought with it is that um, everything escalates with these people, right? So you have the Golden State Killer who started ransacking and raping. Mm-hmm. But before that, we don't have a lot of... I mean, and I've listened to so many interviews about it. I've read Michelle McNamara's book, which is fucking amazing. Oh, you read if, the book? Oh, yeah. I have not read it. haven't read it, you can borrow it from me. I'll lend it to you. It's very, very, very good. I'll just buy Her, it. Yeah. I can buy it. Yeah. And her writing, you know, it's very sad that she's passed. Yeah. Her writing is phenomenal. Nice. So it's a very great read. But um, they talk about how, and even now, like Paul Holes, one of the lead investigators of that case, talks about how he, we don't know his past as a child right. yet, right? So we don't know. And everyone thought he was saying mommy, mommy when he was like, I'm sorry, mommy, when he was raping, but he wasn't. Mm. He was saying Bonnie, which was a relationship that had dissipated and not in a great way for him. But what I'm trying to get at is everything escalates, right? These people will start with crimes and abusing animals. You know, we've heard all that. Yeah, yeah. When they're younger. Yeah, smaller. And things escalate. So one of the escalations is, let me try to see what I can get away with. Like, be at a bar where cops are. 
talking to, and I'm just imagining this, I'm not saying this was a specific person, but be at a bar where it's actual people investigating it and you're the one being like, yeah, I wonder what he did. Like, that's what they want. They want to escalate to the point of like almost getting caught. It's like a high. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think everybody does, not everybody, but uh, people like that or, or, you know, or anybody doing something in a weird way, right? You, you want to see how far the envelope can be pushed. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to see what you can get away with, right? So, you, you, you like you said, it escalates. So, you want to take the small precautions, right? you like, right. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be, like, obviously picked out of a crowd, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, that guy's a creep right there. Him, he's he did it. You yeah. want to mingle in the crowd, right? You want to mm-hmm. be just another face being like, fucking John comes here all the time. He's mm-hmm. a super cool dude. Like, totally. that guy's not a murderer. Yeah. Punch that guy in the neck. Yeah. You know, like, right. that's not going to, like, yeah. but then it turns out John murdered, like, fucking 10 people. And you're like, Jesus Christ, John, you piece of shit. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it, it is interesting what, like, murderers and, or criminals or people do, uh, mm-hmm. say they try to get away with. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. um, like I said, you know, at the bar, um, I just one I was thinking about. It. I lost my train of thought, too. But mm-hmm. it was, you know, but being at the bar, you know, just, uh, Listening in on the scanner mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then, you know, maybe being at the murder scene, you know, and then, right. you know, certain, so he'll keep pushing it, right? Yeah. And then you're like, you know, right next to the cops and it's probably like you want them to be hot on your trail because mm-hmm. that's the high, mm-hmm. but then you want obviously not to get caught. So Right. Well, the high is like getting okay. So there are a lot of lot of um, serial killers and a lot of murderers in general that would call police with tips right about crimes and they do that because they're i mean it's just another way to get off on the thing that they're doing obviously there's something just completely screwy with these people right their brains don't work the same way they're suffering from a mental illness um or you know abuse and a combination thereof for most and it's like they don't understand um appropriate you know, so their level of getting away with something is different than anybody else's. They want to be so near to get caught. I don't think a lot of people, like, I would never want to get caught doing something that... Right. I would never, like, go up to somebody and be like, hey, yeah, I stole that pack of Post-its at the office. Like, I would yeah. never... I mean, Post-its is very... Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... Stupid, but my, you get what but, I'm but, saying. But yeah. still, you're not like, hey, I, just, I took that, you know. Or, like, walk up and be like, you guys, like, if I took all the office supplies out of a desk and said, you guys, who did that? And right. it was me? Like, I, I don't think normal people, you know. It's a weird thing. No, it is a weird thing. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing to be and to have that kind of high. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess as a criminal too, like you know, certain certain different kinds of criminals. I guess there's mm-hmm. there was one because you know, sword and scale. Mm-hmm. You know, if you listen to that podcast, like shout out to, to those guys. That 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 podcast is is professional. It's it's amazing. The guy the guy's research is I don't know where the fuck he gets all that research, but it is mind blowing. And if he does that alone. Like on no, there's no own. way he could there's do that alone. There's no way he no could way. do all that and prepare it's, those episodes. No. I mean, there's some major pl- key players in that that show that uh, they're researching the shit. They're, get, they're getting clips yeah. played. You know what I mean? They're, they're getting- Actual um, interviews. Interviews, yep. 911 calls. Like, right. lot. Yep. I'm like, yep. damn, yep. how do you fucking get a 911 call? Is it just online? Like, maybe yeah. some, some of them probably are, right? It's really funny because I was thinking about that. Yeah. Um, listening to another podcast. I don't particularly like listening to 911 calls. And I do- yeah. If it's someone who committed the crime and you know that, because if you're listening for the different changes of their voice and mm-hmm. like how they're, they don't actually sound that upset that their wife 
quote unquote, fell down the stairs, you know, like, right. they're not that upset. And if you pay attention, you can tell the difference between like, I've listened to John Bonet call. Oh, right. And yeah. Obviously, that's not solved. Okay, like, yeah. I get that. But it's very odd. Like, she's obviously very upset. But then there's this, you know, there's a lot of documentaries about it. But there's this long letter that follows her writing style. And it's, and the way she's speaking is so practiced, almost like it's measured, but with a feign of fear. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, but yeah, the sword and scale is amazing. What were you going to say about? So I don't know. You, um, yeah, there's just, there's, um, there's, there's so many like good ones. It's just ho- so hard, but like mm-hmm. I said, you know, all the 911 calls and like, mm-hmm. you know, you're listening to like the research that the guy does. It's just crazy. But, mm-hmm. um, that's one of the only podcasts that speaking of cringe stuff, I've had to stop listening to at least two. And again, of which ones? Sword and Scale episodes. Oh, okay. I've had to stop listening to them. Um, oh, you, you've had to stop to do, yeah. There's a couple of them that were very, very disturbing. That like I listened to them, but I'm just like, you know, I'm like washing dishes, like my mm. hands are soapy. You know, I'm like cooking dinner, and like I'm just listening. It's just in the background, but I, you know, I'm just focusing on it, and just I'm like, did he just did he just say what I thought he? I was like, holy yeah. fuck. Uh-huh. Um. Well, I have a friend that listens to it. She texts me. She's like, don't listen to this while you're at work. Mm, yeah. So, so I thought. Okay, it can't be. Th- Again, I, I either I'm underestimating like what I'm capable of, but I thought it's fine. And I was working from home that day. This is back when I lived in Minnesota. Um, and I was listening to it. And I my palms just became drenched in sweat. Like mm. the I what I was listening to was so upsetting to me that I turned it off. And I was like, I don't have any desire to go back to that. And that yeah that's how you know i mean yeah. and that had to that was involving children and that kind of that does it sometimes that'll really push me over the edge yeah I can't and there's it. and there's a lot you know f- with that you know, with, mm-hmm. with children and stuff and it, it gets fucking crazy and sick yes. um but the one i was listening to one on the plane <laughs> and it was actually um but this was actually decent i don't want to say that but the two criminals were kind of I don't. I, I honestly don't know why they 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 covered it, mm-hmm. but um, excuse me, um, but they were um, they were, I guess, m- missing people, but they turned out to be like, so this one guy like basically just disappeared into the woods and he just like walked off. You know, he's like mm-hmm. fuck this, you know, kind of life, and I'm just gonna go, and he. Uh, was out there for 27 years mm. and he um basically his crimes were that he would steal mm-hmm. i know what you're talking about you know, now. You, yep. you listen to that one yep i did so, yeah, so yeah, he so would steal from people's homes, homes like like, like, lot, he, like cabins and stuff he'd go in and take their food or their yeah, supplies would, and stuff and he would like he would take peanut butter and certain yeah. certain things mm-hmm. and um and then and then he was caught finally um, stealing food or something because he, you know, he was living off the grid, so he's not doesn't have a job, so he's just. Okay. And they were kind of treating it like a success story. Like now he's out and he has a job, and you know he's actually living a get back into the world. But like at the time, like for he did that whole thing for like twenty seven years, just stealing food, stealing batteries. Like yeah, he would never take certain things, but he never, never didn't harm anybody, and he never he, took anything of great value. Yeah, it was yeah. just very. You know, things to get by and they don't mm-hmm. even know how he survived like I mean, these crazy long ass time and these crazy winters that he had mm-hmm. right like they were like 
they don't even know he didn't start any fire so people could see him mm-hmm. you know it was just like bundling up with like fur or whatever the fuck he had or something but his wolf friends his wolf yeah, wolf pack <laughs> got me a wolf pack i'm sleeping with the wolves and the bears <laughs> keep me warm motherfucker but yeah so they covered that one i was like oh that's pretty mild mm-hmm. that's, that's a good story but it was mm-hmm. a, it was a three-parter yeah and then the second one was kind of cool actually the second one I don't want to say I admire this criminal, but oh. it's very, he's very, um, you ever see uh, Catch Me If You Can? No, but I was just talking about that movie this weekend. You know, do you know the story? No, I don't know the story. I think I do. It's that he like flew on a plane, landed somewhere and then disappeared and people were wondering where, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Yeah. Okay. Explain it to me. No, that's a different story. story. Okay. I forget what that guy's name was, but he yeah. jumped. He jumped out of a plane with, uh, I believe, a, a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, and they never seen him. They mm-hmm. never found the money. They never found uh, him. They never mm-hmm. found the parachute. They never found anything. Mm-hmm. He just kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. I forget what that guy's name was. Like yeah, Henry or something like that. Yeah, I don't but know. yeah, that story is great too. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a really good story. Right. Uh, but this story is. Uh, I'll I'll sum it up quick. I mean, not not quick. It's, we're just talking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> so catch me if you can. Is uh, Frank? Uh, uh, um, fuck, I forget his the last name they use. Um, That's the character or the, the character. Is it based on a real story? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But is, catch me if you can was like early two thousands or where? When was that movie? Two thousands. Okay. Like two thousand two. Okay. Somewhere around there. Sure. Um. It took place when it actually happened in the 70s, mm-hmm. okay. um, I believe. Oh, Ab- Abagnale. Frank Abagnale okay. is his name. Sure. Um, so he was like a 17-year-old kid. His parents divorced. Um, they were, you know, down on money and they couldn't, you know, his dad couldn't get it. And then uh, it's, it's like a heartbreaking story at the same You know, he's a kid. His parents aren't doing well. He loves his dad. He loves his mom. Um, he ends up like not living with with either one he just kind mm-hmm. of like uh at 17 yeah so he and this kind of, is this leonardo dicaprio's character yeah okay. so frank and he basically um starts forging checks and cashing checks sure and then he starts becoming forging the fact that he's an airline pilot fuck and people so he starts cashing real Somehow he's forging all these Pan Pan Am. Yeah. So he gets the the suit and he gets all this stuff and he's an airline pilot and he forges all this stuff. But he's super smart. So he like, you know, he's basically forging checks, cashing them, taking red eye flights everywhere, all around the world. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's like talks up a good game. He's like, yeah, I'm um, yeah, thanks for giving me a lift, boys. I'm you know I'm jumping on you know just getting my wings back. You know what I mean? And like. They're like, oh, are you my deadhead? He's like, yeah, you, you can sit right here. He's like, ah, gotcha. And it's like the first time he's flown, so he's like, oh. fuck? you know, he's like scared shitless. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so he ends up like doing all these crazy things uh, throughout the whole, his whole life of like manipulating. He becomes a doctor. Uh-huh. Um, he passed the exam and like, you know what I mean? Like this kind of shit. What's like, this guy's last name again? Abagnale. Okay. So Frank Abagnale. Okay. I think that... The Dollop, which is another podcast that I don't know if you listen to, but they do like weird, they do uh, history and in a comic with a comedic like turn. Gotcha. I think they might have talked about him because this is sounding familiar. Like just okay. this pretending to be all these different things. And yeah. Yeah. So he, yeah, he, ba- he basically ends up being 
all these different people. Yeah. And have, having these really upscaled jobs that he doesn't know what he's doing at 17 to like 20 something. Mm-hmm. And then he finally gets caught and then basically ends up working for the FBI because the FBI cannot figure out some of these like <laughs> bank fraud stuff. It's like a lot of bank fraud, you know, yeah. and, and like fraud people. And he's such a genius at being a fraud that they hire him that they hire him that they hire him they bring him out of jail and they're like you can either work for the fbi or spend the rest of your life in jail and he's like you know it is a little like you know he like hesitates so he runs away for about five minutes and then he comes back and he's like looking at the check and he's like uh tom hanks is like they can't, they can't figure out what's wrong with this check. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's the bank teller. You, you can tell by these numbers. And the guy's just like, yeah, see how these numbers go like this? Like, he's such a fucking genius. That's at like so cool. All this fraud, and especially bank fraud. Cause he's, so he basically ended up stealing and frauding like over like $4 million. Like throughout the whole time that he was like doing all this stuff. So not the story from the dollop, because that was a different uh, thing. He got caught for a different reason. And I don't remember the guy's name. That... Sounds. Can you imagine somebody just being that much of a is recluse the right word? It probably could be the right word, maybe. But somebody no, because he's putting himself in situations. But to be so fucking bold. Bold is a good one. I like that statement. That's a very bold person. It's somebody who is it either deluded, self confident, like you are that confident that you think no one's gonna ever question you. I mean, it has to be. I mean, I. I, I don't want to say that I respect it, but I kind of do just a little. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. I really respect... That guy in the woods. This guy. Yeah. yeah too. It, it's just really one of these things where I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, that's... <clears throat> that, we, we don't live that long, you know? I mean... Right. To have a life, you know, but to have a life and really live, even if it's for 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy fucking lived, like... He might not have thought of it like that, but when you hear his story and you watch the movie and you you know you you listen to some other people talk and blah blah, blah it's like this guy really fucking lived life and he wasn't afraid to take risks, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, he's beating the system. Yeah, he's, he's beating the system, and also systems that let's be honest, I don't think a lot of us want. In our lives, no, like we, we don't. wish that we didn't have to work for the man, quote unquote. And he's to not. And the thing was, he, the thing, and the, the best thing is that he wasn't hurting anybody. Like mm-hmm. this is a different kind of criminal, right? He's mm-hmm. not hurting anybody. He's doing mm-hmm. these incredible things that he's beating the system. The system can't catch him. Yeah, and he's better than the system. And the system at the end catches him, but they hire him. Then mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because he's that fucking good. Oh, I can't. I'm, I have to watch it. It's because it's yeah, you, come yeah. up twice mm. in oh, the it's past amazing. Like, three days. It's amazing. So I have to watch it. Yeah. But the Sword and Scale episode was this yeah. s- a similar story, but he didn't have that kind of long run. Mm-hmm. I guess it was only a few years, but he, mm-hmm. you know, he grew up in a trailer park. He was, you know, not well taken care of. His mom was a drunk. His dad passed away, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he was running, stealing food, just like the other guy, mm-hmm. you know, in Washington, taking food. And then all of a sudden, he he was he's so smart that he like started flying planes like no he, with no practice 
He yeah. the first plane he did, he crash land somewhere and like survived. <laughs> and so he that so his basically he was like landing plane like crashing planes and just getting out of them and like doing it all over. And then he took a whole plane all the way to fucking like uh, Puerto Rico or some shit. Yeah. Like, just across the country, just doing all these, like, fucking things. Like, That's so crazy. Basically doing, like, a catch-me-if-you-can kind of a thing. Like, yeah. like I'm running. I'm, I'm stealing, but I'm running, and I'm jumping, and I'm, like, yeah. just going through these, like, fucking crazy loops of life of just, like... And I thought, I was, like, listening to this, I'm like, damn, this is a fucking good story. Yeah. This is really entertaining. And I was like, usually Sword and Scale doesn't have that kind of shit. Usually it's, like cringeworthy like you said you know usually it's like Gross a fucking baby got his head chopped off or something you know <laughs> yeah. and then we ate his brains it's like fuck it's fuck i just i hate my life now because i now i'm just picturing all this cannibalism and fucking death for babies i'm like fuck it sucks well it's kind of like i'm thinking of like npr doing this american life right and mm-hmm. it's focusing on people and stories about people because that's what we all want we love hearing about yeah. And that's why people read stories that are fiction as well, is just yes. hearing about the possibilities or hearing about what it is that other people do and what other people's lives are like. Because it is true, we're not alive for very long. And once you get older, that sets in a little bit. You're it like, sets in hard, yeah. Yeah. I think for a lot of people. Well, I am I just turned 30 and in November, so I guess not just, I'm 30 and a half now. Um, <laughs> You're getting there. I'm getting there. But- it's um all of a sudden I'm thinking, is this what I want to be doing? Mm-hmm. Like, is this how I want to live my life every day? For sure. Because there are people that literally, and I money is a thing, and that's a thing. We have like that's something. However, I- I've been reading a lot about Stoicism and Roman philosophy over the last couple of days. Marcus Aurelius Meditations is one of my favorite books, mm. one of my favorite things to read, and it's just an interesting way. I love the fact that centuries ago, we all thought about the same. They they thought about the same shit we think about now. Oh, like, yes. What, why are we here? Yes. How can I control my mind to make things do X, Y, and Z or to make myself motivated to do X, Y, and Z? And I just think there are people living their lives in ways that make them, that are doing things that they really want to do. And yeah. Flying a plane when you don't know how is a huge fucking, huge fucking leap. I mean- you're but, by yourself. Picture yourself taking off in a plane. You don't know anything. You here's, here's he, he's thing, like though. he's like I read it. He was like I read when they caught him. He's like yeah I read I read the manual and I did it. Fucking Christ! For the first time, so, he, the kid was 16 years old or something like or 19. Here's my question though: Don't those planes pretty much fly themselves? Like why do we even have pilots anymore? Like right? Um, Obviously, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would say maybe <laughs> takeoffs and landings. No. Um, Autopilot, yeah. I'm mostly, I'm kidding, but I was just thinking that there's like a button you go in for cruise control and then like you hit the land button. I'm ready. Just, I'm here. That would be put, awesome. Put, put, what is that thing from Star Trek? It's like a Tesla, Be- Tesla plane. Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me you up, just, Scotty. Yeah, you just basically like talk to the plane or push a button and it works. Yeah, and it works. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're good. But anyway, I've been thinking about what I want to do. I'm sorry, I keep moving away from the mic and then back to it. Hopefully, no, it's not yeah. annoying a bunch of people. No, no, no. Um, I'll only tell you when I'm like, why is she talking? Why? No, you're fine. I just you're walk fine. out of the room and you're start like- screaming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm thinking like, what do I want to do with my life that... Um, is more meaningful? Yes. I have a friend who is a social worker and she gets 
paid literal shit for the work that she does. She works with men and women that are perpetrators of violence in relationships. Uh-huh. That's a scary group of people. We listen. Our, friend is, our one friend is like that, too. She does the same thing. Yeah. and She, she takes get, kids away. Yeah. Because because they're in unfit homes. It's a literal saint. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she, um, she's basically a saint. And, yeah. But people hate her for it. And there's, you know. But we need people like this. And the fucked up thing about it is that they don't get paid. No, no. Not and nearly what they can should Can you paid. imagine? I mean, to... I feel I made a lot. I started making a lot of money when I was really young. And that's, that's good. my mom told me right away. She's like, you're going to regret this. And my mom is, you know, tell it like it is. Yeah. But, you know, it's hard when you make money very young because then you now I'm like, OK, I'm not I'm not creative and I'm not an artist. I don't want to do that. But, you know, what if I want to help people or be involved in public policy or be involved in law or politics because those are the things that change, like change the world, or correct. change, or change environments that you, you know, are are a part of, or, or can put yourself in, right. right? Or in your surroundings, or other people are in, or you're hearing about children or um, women or men. But I'm going to say children and women in other countries. I'm going to speak about that, or little boys getting put into armies and countries, right? Like doing, yeah. doing something in that way. Putting that out there in the universe, by the way, this is kind of my idea. Because if I put it out there and it's recorded somewhere, not making any steps to do anything is a fucking cop-out. So that's why I'm kind of saying this right now, Get a first step. Like, I'm admitting and putting it out there like I want to do something different with my life that makes a fucking impact some way. Um, So there's that. Uh, but (laughs) But when you get older, you realize, like, what is it that I want my life to be? Because the truth of it is, we're only, and again, this comes back to philosophy, we're limited by what our minds believe about what we're capable of. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah, okay. Like, and when you read about philosophy, especially in- um, I love philosophy. It's, am- it's fucking amazing. It's my, yeah. I did not finish college. The only classes I liked were philosophy and ethics. I, did, I didn't finish high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. But philosophy is something that, um, it, it's like- I'm personally not religious at all. I've changed from calling myself atheist to agnostic because I think atheist is a little... I think we've had this conversation, maybe even in this exact room when it wasn't recording because we were talking about ghosts and stuff. Now it's recorded. Now it's recorded. But I've changed to agnostic because I think that it's more... It's less um, self-important to say, I don't know. I mean, my true feeling is probably not. There's nothing. But I'm not going to say with like a definition of like, yep. That's the thing. I mean, you can... can, can, Nobody knows. So... Mm-hmm. And people who argue and say there is or there isn't, you, you don't know. So you're you're lying to yourself. So when when we die or you die, mm-hmm. whoever mm-hmm. you're either going to be scared or you know obviously it could go either way. Mm-hmm. But having belief is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I've always been against the idea. I, I don't like religion in general. Mm-mm. I'm not a religious person. I never have and never will be. I don't believe in any of those things. But I believe in spirits and ghosts and things that there could be out there you know there's Mm -hmm. there's energy weird energy in the whole world Mm -hmm. and some things are just unexplained Mm -hmm. and nobody can explain them and it's okay that we don't know and i think people are really afraid of that that they don't know and you just don't know right well and it's hard i mean religion exists for a lot of reasons right it exists um 
to help a society go in a certain direction and a positive one at that to raise your children with moral beliefs. And I, it's st- well, it started in a positive note, right? It started in a positive. You want to keep people in line, being like, yeah. "Hey, you know what? You shouldn't kill that guy. Don't fuck your neighbor's wife. Yeah, like, don't fuck. It's your literally wife. written there. They're like, yeah. just don't stick your dick in it. Be good, and this is your definition of good. Don't kill anybody. Don't fuck your neighbor's wife. Yeah, there's a couple of really good moral rules. I live by the morals. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, so that's kind of what it does in a good way. There's a lot of things it does in a bad way. But what is interesting about philosophy, what I was going to say, is that it explores the world and looking at it through a lens of investigation and of introspection. That's all up here. It's all in your head. Yeah. And it's so, and that's why when I was thinking about, I want to change what I'm doing. And these people who, I'm going to go fly a plane. You're not limited by anything other than what you think you can do. I mean. Yes. Like he didn't know what what he was capable of. Right. All he did, like I said, he read the manual and said, I can do this. Yeah. And now that guy's obviously fucking landed. very smart. And he's very intelligent. Not a but lot he grew of up people. in a fucking trailer park. Right. He's a fucking trailer park person. Yes. but a not kid a, at that. And not a lot of people could land a plane. I could guaranteed i'd kill everyone on the plane i'd kill myself i'm sure the propeller is gonna break fly out my dick you know (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't know what's gonna happen but it's but to take it on a less grander scale of you're only limited by what your mind can do go fly a fucking 747 let's take it back a notch and just say if i wanted to do something different imagine the first person ever to fly a 747 yeah they were like scared fucking shitless i mean this thing is now it's an average thing people just go boop, yeah. boop. you're like i want a plane i expect to live yes i'm cool yeah i mean and then you've God, been on planes you've been on planes forever right so they're and you know yeah. when you're like the wind is fucking carrying on and when, when you're on a choppy wind and these motherfucking pilots land i'm like that guy has fucking skill yes He's got mad skill. Now, Anybody well, that flies a plane, you got mad skill. And I don't want to piss off any pilots, but again, it would be really funny to me if there was a button for turbulence and then the plane just self-adjusted itself and like nobody. Obviously, well, they do stuff. But well, I'm, I mean, they do have like you know hydraulics and things. Of you course, know, they they have to know where they are. But yeah. like you know, when you look in the front of a plane, you got all these fucking buttons. Yes, it's like Neil Peart's fucking drum set, dude. You're like, what's this little drum do? Bong, bong, bong. Fuck, dude, that's a killer. What you use that one up there? This little dial is like, yeah, let me tell you about this dial. And there's people that just know. They study. They know every single thing Mm -hmm. about it. And that's, it takes passion in life to be about that fucking shit. You know, you need to have passion in your life to strive for something. It can't just be for money. You can't just be like, yeah, make some money. I mean, obviously we need fucking money to live. And it's, Mm -hmm. and, but the best times in my life, I was, a vagabond and just poor and fucking mm-hmm. traveled and i lived mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah. i ended up places and i was like ah, i'm gonna go here fuck yeah you right. know what i'm saying and i just did it yeah not knowing the consequences obviously i wasn't ex- as extreme and as a criminal as these like frank abagnale and this other dude who i forget his name mm-hmm. henry lee or something henry something mm-hmm. uh that flew everywhere like they did it in a different way i kind of just casually did you know i'm like "Ah, i'm moving here i'm trying this yeah i might sleep on the street i might sleep on a couch right but you know it's a mild version of this you know i was couch surfing for a while you know that kind of shit but you felt my guess is you felt alive when you were living your life i did and i really felt not that you don't now i'm just saying like it's it's well well, then there well then there was a certain point where i was like then i had a lot of anxiety towards the end and i was like sure I'm kind of over this now. Like now yeah. I need to be a little stable. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. And I'm like, I'm like 35, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm like, 
I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a scary situation. I need to probably like, you know, put my feet on the ground at the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't really feel too grounded. Yeah. um, Until I started getting back into to the swing of things being like i know what i can do and i think everybody has like different levels of that right or different times that that happens where you're living your life a certain way and you're like "Ah, i just feel like i need to change something whether it's to settle down or to stop being a vagabond or whether it's the work i'm doing like i want to do work that satisfies me and does something for the world like those two things and by the way, again, I just realized as I said, do something for the world. I'm like, I just put that out there somewhere. Like that's that's in a place somewhere. Um, but anyway, yes. no, I agree. <laughs> but um, I'm on like a hundred different thoughts, so I'm sorry. But philosophy is fucking fascinating because to think about your mind and what you're capable of thinking of, and then from that, what you're capable of action, like actually doing. Yeah, it's fucking cool. That is cool. Yeah. Um, we got about another 10 minutes before we take a break, so bye, I got to crack another beer because we do two beers in one round. Oh, boy. So, oh you want to split this one? No, I'll do a whole one. We're you eating want... in a little bit too, right? So... Yeah, we'll have dinner at the end, so. Okay, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, you want to do a whole I'll one I'll do then? a whole one. I'm not totally done with this one, so. You got to chug. <laughs> is, that, is that the rules of the podcast? Sometimes, you got to drink fast Oh ish um i meant to ask you and i'll tell you my answer to this um okay question or maybe we should wait until we get back from a break but what what got you interested in like true crime and i've always been interested in true crime okay um shit i used to watch i mean i've been i since i was a little kid i I watch horror movies forever i mean i Mm -hmm. know they say there's some people that would like say that that's wrong for a child and I could agree with that, you know, for to a certain extent. Sure. I could say, yeah, maybe I probably shouldn't have watched Friday the Thirteenth as a five year old or Freddy or. Oh my god! But you know, any of the any of those like typical horror movies, classics, classic yes. Chainsaw Massacre. You know, any yes. of those like. Um, Amityville Horror. Yeah, like the original. Like, yeah, the, the original Amityville Horror. Like yeah, any of that stuff. Poltergeist. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. I've always been fascinated with horror movies. We're watching as a little kid. I grew up mm-hmm. listening to that, or you know, watching it. Uh, Evil Dead. You know, mm-hmm. as I get older, and then, you know, the more. And then, I think as a, like a teenager, I was watching uh, TV, like ABC specials or or an NPR type of special, mm-hmm. um, like on um, um, Jeffrey Dahmer. And Charles Manson. And those stories always fascinated me because I didn't understand what they were all about. So I wanted to know mm-hmm. what was really happening with right. – it's like, yes, these people are cult murderers you know, or whatever. You know, they're serial killers. They're doing all this stuff. But I, I wanted to know more and, and why. Mm-hmm. I was always a – I'm a why person half the time. I'm like, but, but, but why? why? Why is this – why – you know, why are they doing that? Right. Why is this happening? Yep. And then I, so I love to hear and listen to all the stories. And that's a big thing that got me into true crime. Mm-hmm. And and now it's the same thing. It's it's caught like wildfire mm-hmm. to now. you all The only thing that is on my Netflix, if you turn it on, it's like murder, horror. You know, there yeah. might be a comedy in there somewhere, but I'm like, 
everything is murder hard. You could you could pin me as a serial killer because that's all I listen to and all right. I do. It's like I just absorb everything like that. But I've always done that. You know, it's like right. you know I, I watch other shit and play games and. So has it always been the like the macabre for you? Like, is that what you're interested in? Is dark and like um, like the underbelly of things? Is that kind of what it is? Is that what I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that it's, I guess it's, for me, it's kind of always been dark like that. Yeah. I just chugged that beer and, and Joe was laughing. <laughs> She's a champ. I, She's a yeah. champ. <laughs> no, you did well. I like it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Worked really hard at that. Um, you know, I, I gravitate towards sad music, depressing stuff. I gravitate mm-hmm. towards darker things. Like one of my favorite movies is The Crow. It's a revenge love story, but it's dark. It's deep, you know. It's, mm-hmm. but it's like that. I surrounded myself with that because I. That's what I liked. Right. Um, I'm not. Laura is a completely opposite person of me. She is Disney and happy and like mm-hmm. doesn't like. She likes country, upbeat yeah. songs, and she doesn't like things that I like because they're sad and depressing. And I get why people wouldn't want to surround themselves like that. I don't know why I've always surrounded myself like that, but that's what it was. Yeah. And I've just been there. I've been told uh, more than once people have told me the wrong people. And I'm going to tell it is the wrong people, like the people that I was quote unquote friends with that would say, you're too serious. Like, Mm, and and I'm like, why? Because I I love like... to read philosophy books to pass my time and i love sad i also love sad music like love sad music yeah for some reason the minor is in and it it affects you i don't i don't know i like it more than a happy note yeah and i think you know john my boyfriend is also not at all uh like me in that way um i'm i love serious drama movies i love things that are telling real stories and i'm not looking for an escape from what the world can be i want to see like the worst of the world i kind of i don't know if it i don't know what it does for me but it's something i really enjoy so um yeah so let's start yeah, let's, let's talk start. about this beer real fast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting deep here in a few deep yeah no shit um so this one I don't know if you've had anything from these guys before. I have this not, but is, my this is a Midwest beer. <gasps> no, really. Um, <gasps> oh, Decora, is... Iowa. John yeah. would be so. John's from Iowa. He would. Oh yeah, that's that. right. He. I mean, he might. He, he know, probably knows where Decora, Iowa is. He has to. He has to. Now this is from uh, Toppling Goliath Brewing Company, which I've had some of their beers before in a. It's fun. There's shit's good. Yeah, I've never um, had it. There was one, the Pseudo Sue uh, Pale Ale. I think that's from Toppling Goliath. The Pseudo Sue. I really like the name. It's really good. Yeah, um, yeah, it's fucking good. And they're they're like their art. Their art is cool. It's like yeah, it gothicy. Cool. It's you know, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. And it's on the can. It's not a fucking sticker. You yeah, can't peel it I, off. That's uh, <laughs> what I like about the Midwest. People are fucking doing good shit. Real. Oh my god, the beer in the Midwest! Like, I want to come back on here and bring you beer. Oh, we need, from yeah, the we need to get some more in Minnesota because yes. it is they amazing. Same beer. thing for for Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Like, they yeah. they got some great ass fucking beers now too. Yeah. Same, and they're. I mean, California's doing it just as good, but mm-hmm. it doesn't rain here that much. 
Can I can I ask a question? Do yeah. you, well, you can tell. No, What's okay. the name of the beer first? The name of this. So beer? we can yeah. So we can start cheersing. And oh drinking. yeah, yes, yes, yeah. This is uh, okay. So this is Toppling Goliath Brewing Company, Dorothy's New World Lager, and I don't know what the ABV is on this. It doesn't really say. I'm guessing it's around four or five. My grandma who just passed is named Dorothy. So let's cheers oh, to Dorothy yes. Graffentine. All right, let's do it. Cheers. To Dorothy. To Dorothy. Ooh, I like that. Oh, it's delicious. You're picking beers that I would like, I bet, because... No, I mean, these are just... I grabbed these because I thought... I've had some of these beers, and I work where they have good beers, so I just take them. I'm like, I haven't yeah, had that one yet. It's really good. Yeah, this one's solid. This is a great lager. This is such an like, still good taste, but an easy drink. Like, I could... I mean, continually drink this and never feel like it's too much. It's yeah. a good, yeah. These are nice summertime beers, actually, mm-hmm. these two right here. Mm-hmm. The two ones we just had are really good summertime beers. For sure. No, I like it. I would say Dorothy's is, you know, more my more my speed. I like Iowa. this one more. Toppling Goliath. Good old Iowa. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, what was, what were we saying? Hmm. <clears throat> Well, yeah, we were getting serious. Uh, no, what? we were just saying we like sad music, sad things. Yeah, yeah. But the reason I got into true crime, so I asked you that question. You know what? That, you know, bullshit thing where people ask you a question just to, to answer it no, themselves. No, for sure. Yeah, no, no. Start, yeah. But look. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Who are we kidding ourselves? Um, we love everything. We love murder. <laughs> um, but my great uncle was murdered when he was 16. And I didn't hear about it or learn about it until I was... And it wasn't like a serial killer. It wasn't like that. He was a gas station attendant and Mm. they came in to take the money and within they left and then realized, oh shit, he saw our faces. And you can read the Uh, whole court transcripts, which I did because they admit to it and they went, they're out now. Um, But it was two guys. I think they were in their early twenties and they came back and, um, and I never met him. Obviously he died when he was 16. He was my mom's uncle. So I didn't meet him. Right. Um, but it fascinated me. Did your mom meet him? Oh yeah. My mom's close to him. My mom was the closest because they were the closest in age. My mom's family has a tendency to, there's, uh, the older kids and then they wait a while and then have the next set. So they were close in age. My mom and her uncle actually, as I am to my uncles, my mom's. My aunt's close to my age. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle's only five and a half years older than me. So it's. My aunt is two years older than me. Oh yeah. So you get like 30, she might be 40 now, but she's 39, I think. So how old are you then? I'll be 38 this year. Oh, okay. And, and, in uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, I'll be 38. July. June. June. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, it's July. What? What, what year is this? What the fuck? Are you a Gemini? I am a Gemini. That that makes sense. Oh, maybe, maybe this ought to explain to you who I really am. I was born on Friday the 13th. Oh, okay. Well, then that's it. Done deal. Close the podcast up. We get it. It Explains everything. I was murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, so uh, yeah, so my uh, great uncle was murdered, and they just brought him out to a field and then shot him because they saw his face. Um, And then a jogger found him like a day later or whatever. But um, I'm saying that really blase. I obviously don't mean it that way. Right. Um, Yeah. yeah. You're just telling the story right now, but it's it's, it's more meaningful, you know, to your person. It's correct. You know, you're not you're not just telling the story. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, I get but yeah, so when I when I heard about that, I remember my mom saying like th- that these men that committed the crime, I was, I don't know, middle school, maybe. Um, and she was saying that they're going to get out of jail. They're going to get out of prison because they're getting out. I mean, yeah, mm. and they are out now. They've right. been out for years. Mm. It's like, okay, 
And then the thought of that really fucked me up. The fact that yeah. someone can take someone's life and then not be in prison forever. And then that kind of started the whole, like, how does this happen? Yeah. How does this happen? And why is this happening? And why is our justice system not correct as good as it should be? Yes. And so that's how I got into it. Plus, I think I've always been someone who likes, like, gritty, real stuff. I'm down you know? with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're friends. That's why we're friends. That's right. We could never be together because our household would be death. It'd be black death. Dude, we'd just be, <laughs> it'd be just getting ending doom. Let's listen to this really depressing song. First yeah. thing in the morning, and then Forensic Files would be on in the background the entire yep. time. Entire yep. time. Yes. Yep. It's what we need, like John and Laura, because yeah. I need those people to to. Yes, yeah. I need to be evened out. And the nice thing is, is like there's a yin to the yang. It you has gotta to be. have that. I don't think, you know, the whole opposites attract thing, I think, is a real... It is real. It's a real thing, and there's real. a reason that um, it rings true, and there's a reason it's the same. Yeah. I wouldn't say that we're opposites, and I don't think you're opposites of Laura, but it's like a... We are Complimentary pretty... thing. I guess that would be the same for you and John, too, right? Yeah. It would be more complimentary, but still, we are... We're different types of people. I mean... Yeah. I mean, we are, you know... Attracted to each other, but we really don't like the other one's like side of the world. Isn't that funny? Of. Yeah, John and it's I like, are the same way. It'd mm-hmm. be like this half of the world is yours, yeah, and this half of the world is mine. Yeah, and I'm gonna stay on my half because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like Black Death and fucking punk rock and murder and yep, you know, and that's all where kinds you, of crazy shit. That's where you and John intersect as punk rock. Like, yes, that's and that's John's where thing. me and John come in. Yes, and then I was like. Oh, John! Then John's name in bands, and I was like, "He's a guess." And I was yes. like, "Fuck yeah, we got to go to some shows." And he was, yeah. I was like, "That's where we got, you know, connected." Yes. And Laura likes; she does like, like, for, she mm-hmm. loves forensic files and, and that kind of stuff too. She, she likes certain uh, murder stuff too. It's like mm-hmm. me though; I'm such a fucking like fiend. For fiend, it. yeah. <laughs> I'm a, such a fucking like. I need my next addiction to yeah. be like. T- right at this very second you know it's oh, like absolutely it's like i want to yeah. know who got stabbed right now who, who's dying right now like you know and like yeah there's shit going on i'm like fuck this just happened i'm like that's so crazy like it's yeah. like i need to know it's like i'm a i'm a fiend and i'm i thirst for the anything that is like that she's just yeah. like can we watch fucking moulin rouge or something right oh now God, I'm like i love come, that movie i do me too <laughs> i love that i do movie. actually love that i movie. love musicals i john and i love horror movies so yeah. every time we're watching a movie at home it's i have that shutter subscription mm-hmm. so um we will go through and i've watched movies like foreign ones and ones that i never would have watched before and um so we do that together that's where we bond he my theory on punk rock too is that yes it's upbeat like bump, 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 bump. but sometimes the lyrics are sad as fuck if you yes. listen to them oh yeah so really me listening to like jason isbell and um fucking trying to think of another like gregory alan isikoff like these these artists who their songs are very sad oh, yeah. um uh they're like one of jason isbell's latest songs is talking about how the woman he's with like one of them's gonna die first it's called If We Were Vampires. Check it out. It's a really good song. But <laughs> All right. I got to see it. But, um, or check it out. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's um, yes, that is depressing. But um, John's listening to punk, and punk is also fucking It is depressing. Depressing. Some of it is, for sure. Yeah. So, some of it, yeah. So, um, it can go either way. I know I, I know a lot way. of it, so. Yeah, you know a lot about it. I know nothing about punk because I haven't 
ever really gotten into it. But there's there's key ones that I like. This is gonna sound funny too because I I'm such a big fan of punk rock, but I'm such a big fan of music, and yeah. I love lots of music mm-hmm. throughout my whole life too. I mean, I mean, it's not just punk rock all the time, but sometimes it was. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it was like I don't want to listen to anything if it's not fucking. Like fast as balls and fucking in your face. Yep, yep, if it's yep. not in your face, pointing at your face, telling you to fuck off, I don't want to listen to it. Right. You know, that happens sometimes. Yeah. There's also times where you're like listening to shit that's like you want to be sad as fuck and blah, blah. So there's three albums that I really love. Mm-hmm. And they're all C's. They're now, all what? They're all C's. So they're okay. all C bands. Okay. They start with the letter C. Oh God, that's what you're saying. Yeah. I was like, are you giving them and a grade? <laughs> they're all they're all solid averages. Solid yeah, C. I give it a D minus. Yeah. D minus is bad. <laughs> D. Now they all stay they all start with C's, C names, bands. Mm-hmm. But and they're all popular. Mm-hmm. And some of them are very popular. Mm-hmm. But you gotta and you gotta listen to them. And I also get you know, these but as I grew up, you know, whatever. The first one, the first album is The Counting Crows. Oh, yeah. Well, August, yeah. August and Everything After. Mm-hmm. That album is sad as fuck. Mm-hmm. And you just have to, you know, I don't know. The Counting Crows, I love The Counting Crows, and that's like not a punk rock thing. People that like punk rock don't like would that never, band. Would yeah, never. They wouldn't even, some people wouldn't even say it. Punk no, rock they wouldn't yeah, say it. They would never They're say, not say it. it. Yeah. August and everything after I've been listening to since it came out, mm-hmm. and I saw Mr. Jones on MTV mm-hmm. in like '93 or whatever it yeah, was, was that like, came out. That was out. a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've loved. I recorded it. I recorded "Round Here" that song on my from my television onto a tape deck to listen on my eighth grade trip to oh. Washington D.C. Oh my god! My mix. My mix. <laughs> this is how fucked up. So for my mix on the way down. Was in my headphones for Counting Crow. It was Counting Crows and Megadeth. <laughs> Those are the two bands I had simultaneously on my bus ride. Can your epitaph down. be Counting Crows and Megadeth? Because I feel like that's the perfect intersection of who you are. Like that is that is best, just me. That is you. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's I, I I don't know why, but that's what I fucking I was like that is me. That's great. Yeah. So. So okay, so the C bands. Back to that. Yes. Um, Counting Crows, August, everything after. Ama- such the most amazing, sad album of all time that I love. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Jones is the only happy tune that's not really that happy. Yeah, it's not that happy. But the, the, the the I don't think I've listened to that album in a whole. But Mr. Really? Jones, yeah, I don't think I have. I mean, it's. Is that what we're gonna listen to the minute? No, no, no. We no, don't. Okay. No, we can. I mean, okay. um, it's it's fucking good. Yeah. Um, next band. The next band is. Um, so this is gonna be popular as fuck. Mm-hmm. Coldplay. Mm-hmm. Coldplay. Coldplay. I don't think I would have thought that you were a Coldplay fan. I fucking love Coldplay. Yeah. The first, the first four albums are fucking. First four to five albums yeah. are amazing. Yeah. The third one being my favorite, which is X and Y. Yeah. There's, it's. If you get in a mindset, it is sad as fuck. Okay. I mean, it's just You're that. speaking my language. Sad it's, as fuck is something I'll listen to. Like, I will in, listen to that. When you're in that zone, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when you're in a sad mental state and you just don't want to feel happy, f- 
fucking Coldplay makes it happen. And I don't know why. It's like, it's just that extra bump you fucking need. You know, you're like, that's the, that's the drug I want right now. Uh I want to feel sad. Enhance my sadness. Press play. Great. And boom. And just trip, lose your mind out to that sadness. And then you just keep it going to there. You know what I mean? And it fuck Coldplay. I love it. It kills it. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, incredibly again, talented musicians. They are, and fucking Chris Martin is a beautiful singer. He yes, could sing yes. me to death. I don't he care. He could it's, uh, sing you to death. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. Doesn't matter what he says. He'd be like, and I, I, trust- I farted something. I would like, yes, <laughs> yes, sing it again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Coldplay, Counting Crows. And then last one, but not least, okay. if not number one. Oh, boy. The Cranberries. Oh, fuck yeah. The Cranberries. R.I.P. Didn't she just die? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Cranberries are ama- amazing. So every single album, mm-hmm. even Dolores's, um, her solo stuff mm-hmm. was good. Yeah. And like her, just her voice, like, sends chills up my spine. Yeah. Did you see how many people attended her funeral? No, I didn't. It's fucking bonkers. She did a public funeral, like they do for, um, pontiffs what is that a catholic thing they do they yeah. do public funerals in ireland i think right, she's right. irish yeah she's irish yeah which i went the way i just said irish almost sounded like i had the irish accent and i was very oh, tempted to keep going with oh, it just fucking irish who's just fucking <laughs> she's fucking irish <laughs> that's just a lot of like heavy breathing at the end of words <laughs> <laughs> anyway they had a public funeral for her like a public viewing where people that weren't didn't know her and weren't invited to the funeral could come visit her body like oh my god so you should see you should watch that because it's a fucking insane she's laying well i mean i'm not saying watch it because of her body's in a casket's open viewing i'm saying i met her so no shit Mm -hmm. okay well people were lined up to come and view her body so her i don't know if it was her directive like when she put it in her will or if it was her mother that chose to do it but she was in yeah she was a public it was like a a funeral that they have for religious figures is what they did in ireland for her so people the public could come view her body that's so amazing yeah Mm -hmm. she yeah she how old was she when she died she was 45 46 somewhere in there so fucking young um, and they still didn't release it yeah. that I have no of it. I kept checking every month and mm-hmm. they didn't release it as far as I know. I might, they might be wrong right now. <clears throat> I mm-hmm. have to check tonight and I'll be eating my, eating my words on this podcast. But mm-hmm. yes, um, she, um, they didn't release how she died, but I could guess, but, overdose? um, yeah, I'm guessing it was an overdose yeah. of, she was on, uh, she was a schi- schizophrenic as much as schizophrenic? I heard. Oh yeah. my God. So from what I heard anyway, she's, uh, a schizophrenic and she was on she was on a lot of back pain meds too because she hurt her back yeah before the tour would start because i was going to see her again uh okay. here but they canceled the tour because she couldn't sing oh so uh yeah so That's then awful. yeah so then she must have taken so many pain meds and, and then you know was doing whatever and then just fucking well, i'm telling you like chronic pain Smoke weed. Um, don't. I mean, yeah, we'll smoke weed. Number CBD, by the way, is mm-hmm. a fucking life. I'm not in chronic pain, but I'm a very anxious person. Yep. Oh, I've been. I have CBD gummies. I have vape pens. That's the way to do it. Best. And yeah. living in California, where you can just get it delivered to your door, like whenever oh, the fuck you want, it's weed. Amazing. And everything. It's so good. California does. Yeah. Rock. 
Yeah. But yeah, so the cranberries, that's my number one, or if not, sad. Like, especially, um, uh, uh, where am I blank? Um, how am I blanking on the name? The White Album. Fuck, I don't know why I'm blanking on the name. Uh, No Need to Argue. No Need to Argue. So, No Need to Argue is one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, Mm -hmm. from start to finish, I mean, there's some songs in there that just, like, bring me to tears just hearing her voice in one syllable she'll mm. say and i'm just like oh my god i fucking love you <laughs> like th- th- talk about a person who could sing to bring you to like her level to just make you feel something that you didn't think you could ever feel before yes. like that fucking girl did it yeah you know and i was just fucking moved every time she sung and i just ah I was, everybody should have i think an artist or a song that brings them oh, yeah. to tears. Like something that just will fucking level them. I think everyone can find it. And I like, everyone should look for it. I mean, not totally sh- not totally straight or all day, but I cried two days in a, like all day throughout the days mm-hmm. after she passed. Mm-hmm. How as upset of, of it I was. Yeah. Like even the sh- in the shower by myself, I would like sing her songs in my head and then I would just start crying. Because yeah. I was that, of course. Because I was always that moved by her, like yeah. since I was thirteen. Right. Like I loved her voice and I loved everything she sang, and it was so heartfelt that it just fucking brought me down. Like she made it. Like I wasn't worthy of her presence, you know. Absolutely, and she made it an incredible impact. Yeah. On the world. Mm-hmm. And that is why she had the funeral Which is she did. Fucking awesome. Yeah. She she deserves. Awesome. She deserves that religious fucking... Well, she made... You know what I mean? Yes, because I think that her music... I mean, it, it, it hit people in a way that was just in their hearts. They're, yeah. And they're not going to forget it. I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to take a break? I am. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. And we'll see you guys next week for fucking round two. It's probably going to be more depressing. But you'll want to stay tuned because we're fucking Please. fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back. All right, that's it for this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I really enjoyed talking to Megan. It was a great conversation. She's super smart. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a collaboration podcast together. Uh, we're going to be doing some some true crime, some ghost stuff uh, that should be pretty exciting. Um, going to start around in the in the in the local areas and and uh, bringing to you some. Some some crime and some, some ghosts and shit. So it should be really exciting. I'm uh, I'm excited. So that will be coming uh, later on in the year. Um. So yeah, I want to say shouts out to my sponsor, Palo Alto Brewing Company, located in downtown Palo Alto at 233rd University Ave. Uh, go there for some lunch, some beer, some dinner, fucking food and drinks, that kind of shit. All good tasty. The, the Anarchy IPA is on, which is fucking delicious. You should go down and uh, and have some of that. It's great. Uh, also, thanks to the Rosen Crown in Palo Alto, Ale Arsenal in San Carlos, the Jane's Beer Store in Mountain View, and Menlo Park, uh, the Willow Market in Menlo Park. All good places to get great beer and meet cool people. And like I said, so if you guys can go and write a review... On the the Apple Podcast, if you guys are subscribed, um, that would be awesome. The first two, if you leave me an email, I'll get back to you and I'll send you. Uh, we'll talk and get your address, and I'll send you two free t- uh, a free T shirt for each one. So that would be awesome. 
any other things, you can email me at a few deep at gmail.com. And I think that's fucking it. So, late. Mm-hmm.